Welcome to the Informed Simplicity Project, a place for learners. This is your host, Jordan Harris, with an ISP short. So we're in this really weird time with the coronavirus, which is the first pandemic in like 100 years. And I hope that everyone's keeping themselves safe, um, taking care of themselves. And this is, this is really, really important, I think, for each of us, not just because of our own health. You know, if if you're like me and you're young and healthy, the chances are that the coronavirus um, really won't impact us that much physically. But what we what we know and we don't know a lot seems to seems to say that the people at most risk are the the older people, right? And so uh, while we're in this this time um, where we're being cautioned to practice social distancing. Hope that each of us is 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 doing that, because it's not just for us that we're doing this. It's it's because we don't want something to happen to grandma and grandpa that can't be undone. Um, but I also have some some worries, you know, because the 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 political push and the medical push for social distancing is very very close to the psychology of disgust. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. A lot of the stuff I'm going to be pulling from is from Paul Ekman's book, Emotions Revealed. For those of you who don't know, Paul Ekman is a world-renowned psychologist, uh, best known for his work on the TV show Lie to Me, which is based on his life, um, and for the movie Inside Out based on his research. But social distancing looks a lot like the story of disgust. So we, we know that all emotions have, have stories, and the story of disgust is, I'm going to move away from you to avoid contamination. That's what repulsion is. Repulsion is when you move away from something to avoid contamination. We also know that there are universal triggers for disgust. These universal Universal triggers are usually bodily fluids, things like vomit, feces, mucus, spit. Um, pretty universally around the world, people are repulsed by those by those things. Um, we also know that intimacy, connection, closeness is in direct opposition to disgust. For me, this is most clear in like changing diapers. I'm in this period of my life where I'm changing a lot of diapers. And changing my son's diaper when it's full of poop is disgusting. But it's not nearly as disgusting as changing someone else's diaper that I don't even know. Um, and you see that pushed even further in intimate and romantic relationships where things that would be disgusting actually become erotic. Think about swapping spit, you know? If someone that you didn't know were to spit in a cup and you were then told to drink it, I mean, that just makes you want to vomit thinking about it. But when you're kissing someone, you're doing the exact same thing, but it's erotic. You like it. And so we know that intimacy, connection, and closeness are in direct opposition to disgust. One of the other things is disgust is the language of hate. 
my favorite example of this is Mouse, the famous graphic novel about the uh, World War II. Um, but you hear it all over the world, right? Whenever people talk about the outside group, people who they don't like, people who they hate, they turn them into non-humans. They say that they're vermin, they're pigs, they're rats. Um, that's all the language of disgust. And so, because of this, um, I think that we're in this weird place where we're sort of at a increased risk for, for, for hate. And that, that worries me. And so, my, my hope is that as we continue practicing this this needed um, measure of social distancing, that we're also coupling that with wisdom. There's a quote that I love from from the book that goes like this. One can imagine how revulsion at the physical signs of suffering, of disease, might have had a benefit in reducing contagion. But it comes at the cost of reducing our capacity for empathy and compassion, which can be very useful in building community. And so in this time when we're practicing social distancing, let's balance that out with compassion. And I think that those two things held in balance are the heart of wisdom. And I hope that as we move forward, you meditate on that um, and spend a lot of time thinking, thinking about what that actually means, who you can help during this period, and how you can um, contribute to your community, where you are as we face this pandemic of global proportions. All right. Have a good one. Hope to see you soon.